and welcome to EG's Voice of the Region with me, Jim Larkin. Um, as usual, I'll be diving deep into a particular market within the UK's commercial real estate sector using the expert guidance of an agent flying high in its radius on demand rankings. Um, this time we're off to Surrey, where my guest will be Nick Reeve, a partner at Kirchard & Co, which sits at the top of the 2022 Surrey on demand rankings, uh, with more than 100 deals across the line and almost 400,000 square feet of space transacted. Uh, now, Surrey may have a reputation for being slightly sleepy commutable territory, uh, but this overlooks a thriving technology sector that creates well-paid jobs, which in turn are keeping the high streets nice and busy. But how will this harmonious relationship fare against the economic headwinds that 2023 is blowing its way? Well, let's find out. Nick, hello. How are you? Hi, Jim. Yeah, I'm doing okay. Thank you very much. Good stuff. Okay, um, now we're talking today um, because you managed to get 104 deals across the line last year in Surrey, um, which is comfortably more than anyone else. Um, but it wasn't necessarily the most business friendly of years on paper anyway. Um, you know, we started with the tail end of COVID restrictions, moved into recession, and then somewhere in the middle, we had Liz Truss's fiscal event just to keep everyone on their toes. Um, how difficult was it to keep that deals pipeline flowing? And how do you think you managed to do so many more deals than anyone else on the Surrey rankings? Okay, yeah, it was a pretty challenging year. Um, <laughs> the first six months were normal sort of business. Post-COVID, it's been a bit of a boom and yeah, plenty of transactions happening. And then the summer hit and everyone thought it was uh, sort of quietening because of people on holiday and it just progressively got quieter and quieter. Mm. Um, undoubtedly, the team had to work a lot harder to um, to keep deals together. Um, most of them held up, but we did lose a few significant sort of investment deals in the sort of September, October, November time. I think we're lucky in the sense that We've been based in the towns where our offices are for a long period of time. Farnham since the 1970s, Camberley for the last 30 years, Weybridge dates back all the way to the 1930s. So we're pretty entrenched in the local markets. Um, we know most employers and most of the, the big landlords. And I think that sort of local knowledge really helped us sort of hold things together. But it, it wasn't easy and it was pretty stressful. I can imagine. Um, OK. Um, now, have the last few years kind of since the start of the pandemic, have they changed the Surrey market? Um, I mean, it, it might be an outdated kind of thought, um, but um, it's sort of viewed, I think, as kind of archetypal commuter territory where people, you know, live there, work in London, come back or whatever. Um, but are you seeing, um, you know, more people now living and working locally? We definitely are. I think, yes, it is a big commuter uh, region uh, but trains have been pretty thin over the last yeah. couple of years they're getting busier but undoubtedly a lot of the big corporates you know most people are still working from home predominantly and um, the local towns have definitely benefited uh, I've got a friend who owns a menswear shop in in the local town in Farnham and uh, he's been staggered by the number of new clients he's suddenly met in the last couple of years that have never been in his shop before and he's really benefited. And certainly restaurants have been been booming up until recently. Um, so, yeah, there's definitely been a big sort of improvement there. Um, 
does it kind of feel different i mean are you seeing more kind of independent shops restaurants bars or whatever open up kind of near where people live yeah we have i think we've been pretty surprised by the number of new restaurants that have opened um generally these have been independents and the same on the retail side the lower rents have attracted these sort of owner managed businesses in whilst the sort of larger multiples have have been escaping and uh closing down and definitely not expanding so it's it's created i think better towns um you know certainly the retail mix has got more more interesting um but but yeah it's you know it's it's been been up and down there's been a lot of a lot of uh new entrants but the bigger more expensive properties have you know have struggled a bit Mm, sure okay um so is it just kind of retail that you've retail and leisure i guess that you've seen an increase in demand for or are there any other use types well unsurprisingly industrial warehouse space (laughs) has uh shown a bit of a boom post-covid um yeah we've not you know we've been short on stock desperate for more uh and companies have really struggled to to find find premises we've definitely seen a sort of ripple effect with companies sort of moving out of london the heathrow area that sort of thing trying to to reduce costs so that sort of benefited your guildfords your wokings where rents have pushed on dramatically and that ripple effect has continued out passed through surrey gone into hampshire um as people chase sort of better value for money and actually just you know buildings that are actually available to rent yeah sure okay um now would you say surrey has a particular usp um what's that kind of offer occupiers that they can't find elsewhere or can't find elsewhere maybe to the same extent mm, okay so proximity to london has definitely been a big draw for surrey mm-hmm. um woking for example sort of 25 minutes to waterloo so so you know, that quick access into London without having to incur the expensive property costs and commuter costs is definitely a plus. Uh, we've got a pretty diverse sort of range of industries within within the count, county. Um, so we're not reliant on one particular sector. And so I think that, that, that makes us quite diversified and, you know, quite a strong economy. Um, as I touched on, the, the transport links to London are good, as are road and um, airports. I think within an hour of Surrey, we've got about five airports, obviously Gatwick, Heathrow, private jets at Farnborough, Southampton, Bournemouth, all, you know, within a short drive. And then mm-hmm. the M3, A3, M25. Um, there's a pretty high quality of life in Surrey. There's good schools, sporting facilities, and obviously lovely countryside. So that's a big draw and helps attract a sort of a skilled workforce uh, and generally it's a pretty business friendly region with a lot of business um, organizations sort of supporting local companies and, and and trying to promote growth such as Enterprise M3, Invest in Surrey, Surrey Chamber of Commerce and lots of smaller you know more niche town-based um, organizations so it's got a lot going for it. Sure. Excellent. Okay. Um, and which um, would you say are the towns or areas within the county that are particular hotspots for activity? Okay. So Guildford has generally performed pretty well. Um, it did suffer 
shortly after COVID with a lot of empty shops due to the high rents, but that has stabilised mm. as rents have rebalanced. Um, the office market has remained pretty resilient in that location, as as it has in Woking, where there's been a lot of investment in the new town centre. Um, we've got quite a strong gaming community in Guildford, um, which has created a bit of a hub effect. And there's sort of six or seven major games design companies. And then all the spin-offs that, that come off of that. Now, if you move on to, um, we'll kind of look at kind of sector by sector, um, starting off with industrial. Um, Surrey, you know, it doesn't have that reputation for, you know, big dark satanic mills and all heavy industry and all that. Um, but it does nevertheless have quite a thriving industrial sector. Um, can you outline what that looks like in terms of the range of occupiers you tend to attract and the sort of units that, that they're after? Yeah, OK. Well, so we don't have the sort of huge logistics sort of buildings like some of the other regions you know uh, typical stock is sort of five to fifty thousand square feet i would guess Mm -hmm. Um, and it's difficult to generalize with regard to the particular industries but in guildford for example we've got surrey satellites which is obviously very sort of high quality r&d manufacturing facility which has a lot of spin-offs that come out of that sector on the Guildford Research Park and surrounding there. Uh, Woking, we've got McLaren. They've got a sort of half million half a million square feet of sort of engineering site there. And again, there's a big cluster effect with hundreds of businesses in the region supplying supplying that centre with different sort of goods and expertise. Um, and then. I guess the sort of defence and aviation sector is pretty strong. We're right on the border with Hampshire and obviously Farnborough in Hampshire is synonymous with aviation and defence. So there's a lot of companies that, again, sort of cluster around that area. And we've got Kinetic, Airbus, BAE, Lockheed Martin, all within a very close proximity, providing sort of pretty high value jobs to the region. Mm. Yeah, so it's, there's a lot of really kind of strong high-end manufacturing going on there. There is, undoubtedly. And um, yeah, I mean, obviously we're going through some uncertain times, but I think certainly the defence sector is benefiting from um, mm. the increased defence spe- spending. Um, so yeah, it's got a lot going for it. Sure. Okay. Um, you've kind of touched on logistics earlier. Um, how big is that? How big a part of the mix is that? Because I imagine, you know, if you wanted to build a giant warehouse somewhere around the M25, there were probably cheaper places than Surrey. Yeah, that's a fair comment. Um, and yeah, Surrey can be quite a protectionist sort of planning authority. Um, so it's mm. not easy to get planning permission. I did some research the other day and I was amazed to see that that Surrey is the most wooded county in the country, um, which I guess causes causes difficulties with regard to development. OK, I mean, a lot's been kind of said about the logistics sector. Um, <laughs> I probably don't need to say much more, um, but uh, I think Amazon fairly recently announced it's closing three of its warehouses. Um, do you feel like that boom in logistics is coming to a bit of a, a halt? Um, I think it is. All good things have got to come to an end. Um, we've seen incredible demand and increases in rents. Yields have been going berserk. And mm. um, since the sort of autumn Liz Truss sort of 
period, there's been a pretty dramatic turnaround with regard to yields. And um, and we've certainly seen demand cool. I wouldn't say it's just died off, but I would say it's cooled. And um, yeah, the market is stabilizing. We haven't really seen any impact on rents just yet. That may come, but the, the lack of supply in the region probably means that that's not going to be too significant in our patch. Mm. Yeah, no, I was going to ask about that. I mean, how, you know, planning authorities, etc. Um, how you know, how likely are they to to grant permission to giant great industrial units when it's you know such a sort of a green and pleasant county? Yeah, it's a struggle. Um, certainly, areas like Farnham, where I'm based, or Guildford. Um, yeah, it's not going to happen. These areas do not have large sort of industrial warehouse bases anyway. So, getting getting the big distribution sheds is unlikely to happen and probably not cost effective. Mm. Um, we are seeing some of the areas around our patch um, uh, sort of look at redeveloping some of the sort of obsolete office parks. So in Hampshire, for example, just over the border down in Hook, the old Virgin buildings there, they are, um, they've just got consent for logistics and they will be demolished, um, which is Really shocking given they're only sort of 30 years old and already sort of obsolete. Okay. Um, yeah, moving on then. What's the state of the office market within within Surrey? I mean, the general narrative I hear um, up and down the country is of a flight to quality. Um, so people, you know, they perhaps want less but better space. I mean, are you seeing that? We definitely are. Um, so those companies that have relocated, expanded or taken the opportunity to to move have definitely upgraded their accommodation they're tending to to go for the more energy efficient buildings and the landlords that we have who are investing in their buildings and really creating sort of grade a sort of impressive buildings have definitely benefited those buildings that aren't getting that investment are struggling and quickly becoming obsolete um, and post-COVID, I think I was expecting rents to, to fall quite significantly as demand fell, but companies seemed to sort of hold their nerve. We didn't see this mass exodus of, of businesses out of business parks. So in many of the towns we operate in, so the Guildfords, Farnham, Woking, Godalming, those areas have seen sort of rent increases, modest rent increases. Um, we're now in a period where there aren't many many sort of requirements out there. And we are starting to see some areas, sort of the supply increasing, probably less so in Surrey, but again, across the border in Farnborough and places like that, this, there's been a lot of vacant office space coming up on some of the, the better business parks of so the Farnborough Business Park and Farnborough Aerospace Park. So that's not gonna help rents, unfortunately. Sure. Okay. I mean, landlords generally quite receptive when you you know go to them and say, right, you you know, if you want to let this, you're going to have to sort out its environmental ranking and and it's and it's you know the general level of quality you've got. So the the larger institutional landlords, 100%, they bought mm. in years ago and they've been slowly upgrading their stock uh, and spending a lot of money in doing so, and they have benefited. The smaller private landlords, obviously, it's um, it's an expensive exercise, so they've been slower to to make those changes, but they are doing that now. Um, and yeah, as and when the opportunities arise, when buildings come up, 
most of our sort of larger office landlords are are taking that opportunity. If they don't, the buildings have little chance of uh, of finding a tenant anytime soon. So there is there's no choice really. You've got to do that. Sure. Okay. Um, and retail and leisure, we've kind of touched on this already, um, but obviously, you know, more people working from home, are they increasingly spending money in the local shops and restaurants rather than wherever they would commute to in London? Yeah, it amazes me how busy the restaurants are in, in the towns in, in our area. Um, restaurants have definitely benefited the footfall through some of our shopping centres in Farnham, for example, we've got the Lion Lamb Yard has been popular. During the summer, it's been packed with people eating out in all the restaurants. Um, it has been surprising how many businesses have have, have opened up. Um, it's not cheap to, to mm. obviously fit out and open a restaurant. Um, I do have some concern going forwards as people tighten their belts and perhaps spend spend less on things yeah. like going out for dinner. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I feel like kind of recession downturn, whatever you want to call it, it's come at a really bad time for a lot of people. Like kind of, I think people have kind of spent COVID and thought, right, we're going to follow our dreams and open a restaurant. And they have done and they're by and large really great. But I don't know, do you fear for the survival of a lot of them? I, I do for some of them. If they're not in the right building in the right area, then uh, they're going to struggle. Um, it never ceases to amaze me how many people also want to open up a small retail business. And it's not, a, mm. not an easy business to, to run. Um, and some of these are going to find it very difficult. And I'm sure we will see some some failures, but then also we'll see some some successes. So, yeah, towns like Farnham, Guildford, they are, you know, bustling, thriving places in terms of spending money. I think visitors like to go to those sort of towns. It's a nice place to go for a coffee, go for a meal, do a bit of shopping. Um, so I think even during difficult times, those towns will prosper. Some of the sort of less attractive, more modern towns, perhaps less so, they're going to be hit a bit harder. Sure. OK. Um, now, Kirch uh, & Co, uh, you guys have been around since 1938, um, expanded quite rapidly in recent years um, with the merger with Waterman Isherwood um, in 2018. And then in 2021, you bought London Clancy. Um, what are your plans going forward? I mean, are you still on the lookout for more complementary businesses um, or do you think growth is going to be more organic? I think a bit of both. I think we definitely mm -hmm. wouldn't rule out any more acquisitions. Um, but similarly, we've grown organically quickly, certainly through COVID. Um, so, so definitely, I think both of those are true. Um, buying businesses, even you know, relatively small ones like ours, does take a lot of time and effort. And uh, even though London Clancy was a very similar business to ours you're still bringing together two different cultures and creating websites and you know rebranding rebranding the business is hard work so we've just achieved that with London Clancy we've got a new website that we've developed we've got some breathing space now and um yeah we're starting to look up and look and see what what other opportunities are out there sure I mean I guess you know recession tends to throw up opportunities doesn't it 100 percent yeah, with regard to, to business opportunities mm. and with regard to sort of winning new instructions, you know, if the market's very strong, then to be honest, anyone can can sell or let a building. It's when times get tough that 
you know, we really prove our worth. And um, yeah, there's plenty of opportunities, I'm sure, coming down the down the train. Okay. Uh, now, kind of looking ahead, what do you think uh, 2023 is going to bring? Um, the kind of predictions are of a long, if slightly shallow, recession um, for the UK as a whole. But I mean, how badly affected do you think Surrey's CRE market will be? So I think um, this sort of long, shallow recession seems to be panning out at the moment. It was we were well, the, the industry was hit pretty hard in the autumn, and I was fearing the worst. And I thought this could be pretty catastrophic. But mm-hmm. since we've come back from the Christmas break, inquiries seem to be up. Uh, we, we're getting plenty of inquiries for the right buildings suggests to me that companies aren't doing quite as badly as the media suggests and I think the government did a pretty effective job of scaring the country and really getting everyone to to tighten their belt so I think undoubtedly the year is going to be more challenging I think we as agents are going to have to work harder to stand still um, and certainly to 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 achieve the level of sort of letting and, and sales that we did last year but as we just said, the opportunities come when times are hard. Um, so, you know, we're hungry to to grow, to win more instructions and to do more deals. So fingers crossed we'll prosper. Indeed. OK. Um, are there any occupier types that you're particularly concerned for this year? Um, and equally, are there any that you think might actually do relatively well? So we've t- touched on the restaurant. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I think as people spend less money then restaurants are going to suffer obviously we've got the higher higher electrical and energy costs which are really going to hit those hard so that's probably the sector I've got the most concerns about thankfully it's only a small part of our business so it won't greatly impact us but um, it's going to leave holes in in town centers I think the office market it hasn't been flying for for many years so so you know, if it slows down a little bit more, that's not going to make a huge difference. Um, in terms of the positives, the winners, I think, again, we touched on it before, but that sort of defence sector um, in our patch is showing strong growth. Uh, we look after a large technology park, which is just on the border with Surrey, um, called the Cody Technology Park. It's actually in Hampshire, but um, we've definitely seen a lot of uh, lot of interest in the sort of high security office and sort of laboratory and R&D space over there. And we're pretty certain that's due to the to the increase in spending in that sector and the, the political uncertainties. Mm, sure. OK. Um, now, um, question I always ask, if you had a magic wand, uh, what's the first thing you do with it to help uh, the CRE market? Sorry. Hmm. Yeah, there's a few things, but I think probably the main one be would be to try and improve the energy efficiency of buildings more quickly. Um, mm-hmm. We've seen the large corporates take big steps in this in, in, in the direction of improving their buildings, but even those big steps have taken a long time and uh, it's happened far more slowly than, than we'd have liked. We're still seeing industrial warehouse developments without PV on the roofs. I just think that's such a missed opportunity given the scale of those roofs mm-hmm. and the amount of power that could be generated. So I think government could probably help with some some more sort of initiatives to promote promote 
energy efficiency and some perhaps further tax savings. Um, but yeah, I think that would be the big one for me. Good stuff. OK. Um, and finally, um, you're a Radius contributor. Uh, what value does that bring to you as a business and how easy is it to incorporate it into your workflow? Because you've added a lot of deals. Yeah, yeah. Um, so firstly, it's very easy to use. Every time we do a sale or a letting transaction, the invoice goes out, the information gets put into to Radius. So that is very straightforward and does not take a lot of time. Um, as a team, we find Radius a great starting point for most of the instructions we deal with, particularly the valuation, landlord and tenant work. Um, whilst we're local agents and we should know our patch, it's good to just check that we haven't missed anything. And you know, it's a great, great source of, of leads to uh, pick up the phone and speak to the, the appropriate sort of deal maker. Um, so, yeah, it's been a very valuable tool. Excellent. OK, well, on that happy note, I think we'll bring things to a close. Um, thank you ever so much for your time, Nick. That was really interesting. Thank you very much. Cheers.